the World Wrestling Federation. For over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. What's our name? Welcome to the New Gen Mission Podcast of Northside Connection. I'm Tim Slavka. I'm JP. Thanks for joining us again. As always, we're on the journey to live the new generation era. By the best and some of the worst of wrestling time period often forgotten. Brennan Shaw on Survivor Series 92 to Brennan Shaw on Survivor Series 97. Look beyond the pay-per-views and examine the weekly TV. See what worked, what could have worked, and what failed. JP, how's life going? Oh, it's a, it's a whole new world now. Football back and Madden back. Yeah, we, we don't get fall down here, so I, I would like to experience yeah. that, but... Yeah, it's 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 getting to be that time of year. So yeah, end, end of summer and uh, football, like you mentioned, football, fall season, which uh, absolutely love. So uh, good, good for that. So kids are back at school. You know, kind of keep oh, yeah. keep everything busy. But uh, yeah, fun, the water's one hundred degrees down here. <laughs> at least you don't like have a hurricane. Legit, yet. legit yeah. one hundred degrees in the water down here. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. At least you have a hurricane like the California coast. Right. right? So. Yeah. Oh, well. So. Soon yeah. enough, I'm sure. I could I could be like uh, Jesse Ventura and say, until the government decides there's going to be a hurricane. Hey. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. Well, let's see what's happening. Yeah. All right. Uh, ready to move on then? Yes, sir. Yeah. So we're, we're got a bunch of King of the Ring qualifiers here as we get three to four weeks away uh, back to back this time with two episodes of raw and superstars. So really pumped up for, uh, you know, return to our uh, normal schedule versus the little shorted uh, uh, summer vacation we were having the last couple of weeks of only two episodes. So we'll, we'll keep things moving along. We're going to start with raw uh, the five sixteen raw. This was taped back on April 26th. So it's a, it's a little stale because we'll kind of talk about that in the second episode, what's kind of happening on this. Um, yeah. But we, we kind of get this awkward start. I thought with Vincent, Vincent Macho kind of talking about Earthquake and, and um, Yokozuna. They're like really blowing up this this feud. Like they're really talking it up. They're really building it up, which again, when we hit the second episode, it's just all for not. So, um, it, but but definitely something like this is memorable. Like I feel like a lot of people that even that weren't watching wrestling at the time, they know the Yoko Earthquake feud or, you know, you know sumo match. So uh, at least the pretty- sumo match, right. Right, yeah, they, they and they know they something happened from it. So I think I think it's pretty, you know, they did did a good job of building this up over a couple of weeks. But I think I'm going to give you the first match because I feel like those are your two guys all over. It. Oh yeah, uh, and the king, yeah. Of the, king of the ring qualifier. Right. So yeah, like you said, this is a king of the ring qualifier match, and it is uh, Bam Bam Bigelow versus Thurman Sparky Plug, as friends call him Sparky. So uh, <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, it is. It's, and it was what's even worse about that is. Like this is a pet peeve of mine, and I don't know if we went over this, but it's Thurman Sparky Plug TSP, but they yep. want to make the STP CP, yep reference, and it's just like I have such bad uh, OCD that this shit like that just really bothers me. But um, what doesn't bother me is the neon green tights that Sparky Plug has here. Yep. This is life. He's looking like, great. He's, yeah, this is this is what this uh, project is all about. Like if you're coming in here looking for like star ratings and stuff you're probably not going to find that but if you want like 90s fashion advice you're, this is you this know is this is what this, right yeah this, <laughs> this is exactly it so like these tights are just all they jump off the screen um sparky plays a pretty good underdog in this too like you know like people if they only know like hardcore holly like the badass like you know bully type you know yep. like beating the shit out of the tough enough guys and everything um he was actually a pretty solid underdog here working against bigelow um this Solid, solid enough back and forth match, like a fun match. I wouldn't call it like great or anything, but like the finish comes towards the end when uh, Luna trips Sparky to like, like right as he's getting the momentum as a comeback, like you know to to cut off Bigelow. Luna like steps in and and trips him, and then Bigelow hits this weird like slingshot headbutt kind of splash thing, like he does. Like I don't know, it looked like he, he like in his head the whole time. He's like, oh, I could definitely do this, and then when like came to, like the execution, it just came out real sloppy. So um Bigelow advances which is you know the smart move Sparky's still kind of new and hasn't really found his footing yet um as what he's going to be so I think we all kind of knew Bigelow was going to advance in this but fun little match nothing really crazy just something to kind of get the tournament moving a little bit 
Yeah, I mean, I, I had the same notes, kind of that. Sparky got a lot of offense in. I think of all the King of the Queen qualifying matches, they've kind of made everyone kind of on even keel. Uh, right. What's interesting on this one and the next one is that, again, the, the heels kind of have to cheat to win. This is kind of that, this this era of like, well, heels just can't be dominant, right? Like, like I just don't understand why we need to have to have them cheat to win, especially someone like Bam Bam, especially after they mentioned also that he was in the finals last year. Uh, during the match, which I thought was a good callback, like that he's kind of one of the favorites to win it this year. So right, right. I thought that was good, but it's like, why does he need to be, especially Sparky again, who is kind of a nobody? I, I do like they're giving both guys offense. That's just not a straight squash. Uh, I think in all the matches, it kind of ha- happens that way. So I thought I thought it was a fun, fun start to it. Bob Holly looked good, and again, I love Bob Holly growing up until he became like hardcore Holly or whatever it is, right? Like the attitude era, like I hated him. So it's like it's such a flip, like. I think he's just such a peppy underdog at this point. And I don't know if he like wasn't ass backstage yet or not, but uh, right, right. I mean, like at least like he never had that persona. He was just like a sparky underdog. So uh fun, fun little match to kick off raw and uh, get us going. Yeah. And realistically, he probably wasn't that guy backstage yet. Like he talks like, like he threatened all the click members at once and everything. Like he said stuff like that. Yeah. It's like, bro, like, Come on, let's be real here. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. if that was gonna, they would have got your ass fired. Like, so Suck don't it, even yeah. act like that. You know? Yeah, exactly. I agree. Uh, I'll go next. And then we got Diesel coming out uh, for a standard squash. They they, they talk about a bunch about here how they uh, the Diesel uh, might be uh, both champions. Like, if he beats Bret Hart, they'll have both titles. So pretty cool there. But just their standard squash at this time. We get these Undertakers. These are all yes. over these these episodes. Uh, Undertaker was filling <laughs> up his hearse. Uh, it's. I hope I get these in the right the right spot. Yeah, I was dying to get these. The hearse, and he spilled gas all over himself, and they just disappeared. There's a lot of these like disappearing. Right. So now he has magic, I guess, that he could just disappear well, in thin air. It's and the guy. It's so the funny. guy says the guy like they purposely put oil and stuff all over this guy to make him look like he's a mechanic. And even yeah. though he's driving like a nicer car yeah. and the guy even says like Taker was standing on top of the hearse as it was riding down the street. Yeah. yeah. Like what the fuck is, is this? Is this guy like ghost riding the whip now? Like is yeah, yeah. He E40 right. and shit. Like, like yeah. what, what are we doing? Like, I don't, yeah, I, I have an all caps top of hearse. Like just right. like, so, it's so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. just the way he said it. Right. So yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. Uh, we get the King's court then, uh, going on here. So again, King does a great job here of building up this rowdy versus uh, King. He constantly gets the crowd, uh, getting a rowdy chance, which again, is building up. They're showing rowdy's big, but he's just nowhere to be found. We've talked about how the backstage segments are, uh, disappointing. The crowd really wants him like this. Just have him come up. Can he, can he show up to one taping? Like it's not that hard and right. just come out one time. The crowd is pumped for it, but, um, you know, kind of disappointing. Uh, then we randomly like cut to the commercial. Uh, maybe it's just the way Peacock did this. And maybe you didn't get it, but somehow I got a commercial break in the middle of it. The way at least it looked like taping and raw. Yeah, we get, we get Million Dollar Man and Nikolai some reason in the in the ring. No one cares about this. This segment's dead. The crowd isn't even booing. Uh, I, I the only thing I did like I liked when Nikolai at least um, he's like he kind of says like I hate you. I thought he like gave a lot of fire there the way he said it. Like it almost seemed like he was going to churn face there, it, but it just seems again, like we've already done this, a- this angle with Virgil. And then after that, the millionaire man puts, makes him put on these tights and he literally almost falls over trying to put yeah. them on. It's like, it's like why it, it probably takes two minutes for him to put on these stupid tights. And he's got his boot, like his wrestling boots on, which really doesn't make sense. Like, why would you, you have those on? And he like, can't get them over. And it was just like a waste of time. It was really, really really bad and again the crowd I, I feel differently if the crowd was really booing or anything like that they just did not care well it's like so with his hair all like quaffed like this yep. and uh he and looking older like my my dad isn't old enough yet but i feel like i'm gonna walk in on my dad pulling up his adult diaper <laughs> like this one day like this is a, the exact image it gave me like he was pulling up some fucking depends or something like yeah in front of like, like did he really have to put the tights on in front right. of everybody was, yeah why you know, do we like, need to put them on yeah just show it was like yeah, so weird it was so it was and so it, slow it was right. so slow and, yeah. and it's cool having the scent sign and everything like that i love that touch or whatever but yeah uh, it was just so like so awkward him just like sliding these like little skivvies over his ass and everything in front yeah. of everybody so yeah it, essentially like you said they're replaying the whole virgil angle with volkov um 
I also don't get why this is such a major thing when DiBiase's eye on the Undertaker. Like you would think that would be his main focus. Um, you know, with Taker yeah. being such a big deal and, and the, the way they're going to go with that, Volkov is like immediately going to be put on the back burner, you know? And yeah, the well, the only, thing I, the only thing I think of is this was taped so so long ago. So right. I kind of I get it here, but after the like, we're going to see Nikolai's going to fight in the next Raw. And it's right. like, why? Like, he's worthless. So exactly. I, I, I kind of can understand, like, okay, this is pre taped. And again, it would be cool if, uh, uh, if, Millionaire Man had like other guys he was like bringing around like, but this is his only person right now, and it just looks it looks, uh, it looks shady as hell that this is exactly. this is big signing so far. Right. It's it, yeah. It's just I don't know. I guess we'll just have to see it play out more. You know, like this stable just totally get, is like Dungeon of Doom level gets yep. shit on. So we'll see kind of how it pans out. But um, from there we get a Owen Hart squash. The main like notes here. Um, they do plug the Hall of Fame, and this class is going to be uh, Jay Strongbow, Freddie Blassie, Gorilla Monsoon, Arnold Scollin, Bobo Brazil, um, Buddy Rogers, and supposed manager, which I think is the limo driver, James Dudley. Yes, yes. So they like kind of hype him up to be like this manager or something. I can't remember I what they, yeah, they, they keep yeah they keep saying he has something, but he, yeah he was clearly Vince's limo driver. Right. So, so just a quick little, you know, plug there for that Hall of Fame, which is pretty cool. Like to see, like the, you know, early stages of the Hall of Fame. Like it's always cool to track that because, like now it's all these like contemporary guys and everything. These guys are, you know, like early '80s, '70s legends and stuff. So that's pretty cool to, to hear those names. Um, quick squash. Owen wins and puts the, the glasses, like the Bret Hart glasses, on the job right after the match. So. Yep. Nice little touch, keeping him warm, you know, with, with stuff to come for him. Um, then we get a Duke Drozzy vignette, and apparently he sleeps in a dumpster. So, yeah, oh. I don't, I don't know why uh, Volkov is like the the shit on. Like, shouldn't DiBiase be going after Duke Drozzy too? Like, you know, if he's and like everybody knows, these garbage guys are like union guys. They get paid out the ass. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like, like. I don't know if anybody knows who like Gorilla Nems is. He's like a rapper, uh, podcast host. He would say like he used to work for the sanitation in in like three years. He's making over a hundred grand. So Duke Drosy's not really fooling anybody with this gimmick. Um, you know, he's probably got more money doing that than than wrestling. But yeah, I guess we'll see from him. And then, uh, do you want to take this last match, or do you want me to? Go? Oh, you you got it. Cause I, okay. Yeah, why don't you get it? Yeah. So now we get the uh, the main event that we've really been building to for feels like quite a few weeks now but yep. it might not have been that long but um it was three or four weeks yeah right so I've, i feel like like you know since right before wrestlemania they've really put a lot of stock in an earthquake like building him um as this as this i, I don't know what like we'll see in the next couple episodes i don't know what happened really but yeah they put a lot of stock into him and like um building him up and like, keeping yoko hot too so it feels just like you know we have this like clash of the titans kind of thing going on here um and this is this is obviously a sumo match so they show like the crew taking down the ropes and everything which i always like when they do that like when they show like the stage hands or whatever and a play yep. or whatever like just a little back scene back uh backstage look kind of thing so that was cool um, Quake and Yoko do like the traditional standoff too of a sumo wrestler. Like I'm not a connoisseur of that, but I'm assuming that's the traditional standoff. Um, they both kind of like throw the salt and everything, and then they stall a shitload. Like this is like a Memphis style sumo match. Like they're just stalling and stalling and stalling. And even like Dick Buckus gets a shout out from Macho Man, which was yep. cool. Like calls in the linebacker. Um, <laughs> Macho was uh, like Macho was. was Football references, yeah. Football and he references, was, yeah. And he was like yelling a lot and just like throwing anything, like no caution to the wind. Like he was yeah. going crazy tonight, so he was pretty good. Good though, I thought. Um, Quake has a really good lather, even though they're just, they're just stalling. So like, I don't know if he was trying to get his heart rate back down before they actually started wrestling, but he was sweating pretty good. Um, <laughs> they finally engage and Quake like charges the shit out of Yoko, and then they do like some like leaning and switching positions, like. Um, it's not really exciting for for the moment, um, and like just looking at the two of them, 
what's crazy is like Earthquake is this huge guy, but his legs are tiny compared to Yoko's. Like, yeah. Yoko's, you know, just d- devouring him in that department. Um, Quake then hits like this slap on Yoko and knocks him out of the ring. And I'm just like, how the mighty have fallen. Like, I did not remember the finish happening like that. Like, like I've seen this match before, but I just didn't remember it like that. Yeah. And Yoko just looks defeated. And Quake has get, got this, like, big rub. Like, you know, they put him over Adam Bomb at Mania. Like, he's on a little run here. Took out wins, Yoko. Took out Yoko in what Yoko is supposed to be the grandmaster of sumo. This is whole gimmick. Um, and he just comes in and beats him. It's just crazy how this happened. You know, it's like, I don't know. I don't, I didn't know what to expect really, but, um, I didn't expect this. I can tell you that. Yeah. I, I think, uh, my notes is Yoko or earthquake looks weird in his blue, but I get why they did that. The blue versus red just to make it easier, but like not right. his earthquake tights. Uh, I thought they did a, a great job of like building out, like you said, like setting up the ring, uh, they announced the ring, the ropes were going to come off. They like, they did a lot of stalling, like, you know, Earthquake kept going and grabbing the salt. So, I mean, it, like, felt like a big event. The crowd was, like, hit or miss. Like, they kind of were pumped. Like, you'd hear them cheer. And then, like, it's just confusing, right? Like, they don't know how to cheer this. And like you said, like, I don't even know how to sumo wrestling works or anything like that. So, right. I don't really understand the rules. Like, is it one pin? Is it ten pins? Like, I don't even know. Uh, and so, I, I really don't know much about it. But I, I do think the reason the, the endings like that is because I was, th- as I was watching the match, it was like, Dude, you can't just like shove someone out because it's like a three foot drop. So I'm guessing that's why right. they kind of did that cheap, the cheap uh, slap to just like for safety reasons. Like, because Subo isn't on like a pedestal. Like, you are, it's kind of right, like right. Uh, it's amateur wrestling. Right. It's amateur. It's like yeah. amateur wrestling, right? Like, that you don't have a, a drop off after that. So I'm guessing that's why they went for the kind of cheap uh, thing, was just for like a safety reason. But I had the same thing as I was watching the match. I'm like, how is this going to end? Like, this, someone's going to get really hurt. Cause I couldn't remember the ending, but it all makes sense when you do that. So I thought, it, I thought it was a lot of fun. Like I said, it's an angle. Everyone remembers earthquake looks amazing. Um, and so it's, it's going to be really weird. Even, uh, you know, what happens by the next week we get to raw. So, uh, kind of a huge disappointment. I don't know if you had anything else to add there. Nope. I think we're all good there. Yep. So we'll move on to superstars, uh, five twenty one taped on April 27th. So kind of these Raws and Superstars were taped back to back. And also the Wrestling Challenge uh, was taped the next day because I was just looking up uh, some Quang Atom Bomb things. So it's like kind of weird that a lot of these segments kind of intertwine between the three shows. But um, anyway, we'll start off with Razor. So Razor Ramon with a quick squash. I had no notes for it, really. Just the standard guy we haven't seen for a little bit, but, you know, big it over. Uh, they mentioned that he was in the King of the Ring and that, you know, he's trying to win back his IC title one day with Diesel. Uh, and then we get the highlights of the sumo match. Um, and so they just kind of reshow the highlights. So again, like at this point in time, you're thinking, man, they're really putting over, over earthquake still, right? Like right. he's still the beast. Uh, and then by, you know, the two days later, he's going to be out of the, you know, out of the promotion. So, and then, uh, we get a crush match. Uh, I like this before the match. He cuts, gets on the microphone, basically saying he's coming after Luger, uh, and that he's he's just angry at him for some reason. Doesn't really make. I, I couldn't understand why he's feuding with him, but he basically says, "Hey, I'm coming after you." Uh, and then after the match, crushes this awesome power press where he just walks around the ring with the guy uh, above his head in a power press uh, position, and then just drops him over the top rope. I really like that. It made yes. Crush seem like a monster. Uh, this was a great squash, a great use of qua- crush, uh, and a, a, a few that makes no sense. But I think throughout these couple episodes, it's going to get kind of hot. So. Uh, I don't know if you had anything to add there. So yeah, so with the with the razor match, he fucking spiked him with the razor's edge, because okay. it looked like I just I just like if someone's watching this, like watch that finish because it looked like the jobber was like really heavy ass on getting up for the razor's edge. Okay, and I, it looked like razor just spiked the shit out of him on it. Um, with the crush squash, like him calling out Luke and everything, and you know they're obviously pivoting to that feud with Perfect being gone. Yeah, so. I, I actually like this feud a lot better than what would have been Luger and Perfect, I think. I think, like, they're, like, the Bizarro World version of each other, kind of. Like, you know, Crush is the, the baby face that turned heel, kind of big, jacked-up dude yeah. that, you know, push kind of stalled. And then Luger's the heel that turned baby face, big, jacked-up dude who's uh, push kind of stalled. So I think it kind of works out uh, best for both of them. And I'm kind of, you know, excited to see where that goes a little bit. Um, 
next we get uh, Jerry Lawler with Duke Drozzy, which is kind of cool. I like how Lawler just like Random. randomly pops up in all these segments. Like, um, and I even put down in my notes that like Lawler is like the new Bobby Heenan. Like he can play any yep. role on the entire show. Like he can be the commentator, he can be the uh, ringing out, like the you know the interviewer. He can be a manager if he needed to for like doink or anything like that. He can wrestle, obviously. And I think that's the the least thing he's done is actually wrestle since he's been in the WWF. Like that's. He's only had like what one or two matches since he's been there. Very few, maybe yeah, three. Very few. Yeah. yeah, very few. So I mean, I mean, he's he's like he's like how Heenan was, you know, did everything. He's kind of filling that role, I think, um, and doing it pretty good too. Like I always like when Lawler's on the screen. Um, and then uh, uh, that that ends up being a squash for Duke Josie. Is this his first match that we've seen? Yeah, so I don't remember. Him. He's he's on. See, it's like confusing because he's on Raw, and I was just looking like he's on the Raw taping, and he's not, like he's at other events, but this is probably our first time seeing him. Right. Uh, okay. So he, but they he do. Wins they, with I this, think they like, can, yeah, and ahead. they always and they always like announce it as like, oh, his superstars debut. So it's always confusing. <laughs> I feel like true. Like, yeah. Okay, that's when did this true. guy actually? Did, like they always like say that. So right, because it's not actually like congruent with each other. So yeah, it, yeah, you're right. right. Um, he wins with like the sloppy version of like that tilt a world. I think he calls it the trash compactor. Um, so not really the best squash or anything, but we'll kind of see how he progresses. Um, after that, we get a, a King of the Ring report where they announce the Head Shrinkers versus Crushing Yoko. So that Crushing Yoko alliance is kind of still there a little bit. We get um, some Brett and Diesel promos uh, going back and forth. I'm still not liking the Diesel like. You know, bulging eyes, like madman promos. So I, I, I can't wait till it gets out of that phase. Um, then Piper does this freaking promo like while boxing. So he's like, you oh, know, so showing. And, and then they add the charity to this. Like, yeah, I just don't understand this. Like, so like Piper, like, I'm sorry. Like, I, I know he's a legend, and everything, but he is just not like committed to this. I feel like he's like being real lazy with his promos, like. I don't know. It, it, he just seems so washed up right now, and like right. And did you? Lawler is definitely carrying this. Did you see the edit of it too? Like they just like randomly edit terribly on it. Like he clearly messed up because he's like punched yes. the bag, and then it like cuts, and it's like well, he's yes. now away from the bag, and it's like it was not supposed to be an edit. It clearly he messed up a line, and like rather than reshoot it, they were just like ah, what the hell? Just go with whatever we had. Like it's it, it, that's why I think like half-assing is like well, I'm just not gonna re reshoot what I did. Uh, yeah, it's 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 bad. He's really rough, and and the filming of this is terrible. Like I think all these camera works have just are not clear. Like I know we're not in HD world, but it's just not very clean camera. It's like never right. light lit lit well either. So it's like they're pretty half assed this these segments. But it's, it's like 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 if we would have got ninety six Piper against Law, like how he comes yeah. up against Goldust, he's all fired up and everything. Like I think that would have worked out really good. Like especially. For you know this this era where yeah. all the younger guys are taking over, they need like a veteran presence. But Piper just does not seem into it at all. So, no. Um, and then after that, I'll just take this real quick. We get, we get a quick uh, head shrinker squash, just kind of keeping the tag champs warm. So, just a, a quick little showing from them. Yep. Uh, I had the only other thing I okay, I had um, I got we got an Igro Pro commercial in there too. So I love that, yeah. uh, which I feel like we haven't seen as much. And then I thought the Duke, the dumpster Drosy, uh, like he dumps the garbage on Lawler. I thought it could have been so much better, but he dumped like paper on him. Like it was so lame. Right. Like it should have right. been like gross goo or something like that. Like it was kind of lame. And it's kind of, uh, you're kind of right. I didn't think of Bobby Heenan, but like he didn't, or sorry, the King is kind of in all these little feuds. Like he's going to feud with Luger a little bit and he's kind of siding with DiBiase on stuff. But like, it's like, why is he feuding with everyone? But he is, you're kind of right. Like, he's kind of like that heat in camp right now uh, of that. Um, and then we got, I also got a uh, King of the Ring report where, again, uh, Todd Pettingle announced that he's very excited to hear what Art Donovan's going to say on the pay-per-view broadcast. Oh, it's yeah. just like, I can't believe, I would have thought this was guy was like day of, but he's had months of programming. And like, did they check in with him? Like, Art, you know what wrestling is, right? Yes. Okay. Good. You know who the guy is, right, right. right? Yes. Right. <laughs> no one checking with him. Like, did you, did you do your know. homework? Yeah. It's like they're pumping this up, and it's just such a disaster. But I, I can't believe that they're like, 
promoting this as like, oh yeah, this guy's ready to go. Like I would have never thought this happened. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty. I'm glad it did happen like that though, because you know, like if they had thrown somebody else in there and that has yeah. kind of been run of the mill, at least we got something memorable. This is oh, it's so great. I have no, I, it's an all timer, but it's just like it, you really thought like they called him up that weekend to do it, but it's like nope, they right. Had him on the hooks for months, and they never checked in that he was watching wrestling or anything. So, amazing. Exactly. Uh, did you, you didn't mention the Dunkin' Donuts yet? Did you? Is that what you got no, next? No. Okay. Nope. Not did yet. I get that one? All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll <laughs> you save might, it after right. you. All right. Thank you. Well, I love Dunkin' Donuts, so this is perfect. Oh, so same here. Another, I'm in the same camp. We, yep. We get another. We get another taker sighting. This time at Dunkin' Donuts, he wanted six dozen coffin-shaped donuts. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And he said the guy looked so tired that he was going to give him coffee, but the extra large was too small. So he went back to the thermos and gave him a thermos. And then again, the Undertaker just disappears in thin air. It's it's so funny. I mean, they're so campy, but it's like it's like a right. guy that, again, like for Duke the Dumpster Drossy, these kids should be not for like the guy that just fought for the title last time, but I'm loving these. Right. They're so stupid, but well, for the Undertaker, they're a waste. But yeah, this is they're so funny. Well, now we know that Undertaker is not uh, beneath dining and dashing either. So, you know, like, this is, you know, it's just, we, we he's out there ghost riding the whip. He's out there <laughs> dining and dashing. Like, he's just, he's loving life, you know? It's, it's really yes, a... it's, it's, it's quite the party with six dozen donuts, too. Like, right, he was having right. quite the celebration. So, right. hilarious. And then we get a uh, million-dollar man as well. He's in a graveyard and said he's going to get the Undertaker back. So, kind of mentioned that he's like, Paul Bear's failed. I'm gonna. I brought him to. I don't know if he said that in this this one, but he kind. Of, they're kind of gonna apply, right? The million dollar man is the guy that brought right. him to to wrestling. He's gonna bring him back. Yep. So I can't remember if he yep. actually said in this one, but that's kind of starting to be implied. Yeah. And then we get uh, Double J versus Luger. Do you mind if I get this one? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, right. So we get Double J versus Lex Luger, King of the Ring qualifying. Double J comes out with Mister Fu- Fuji, uh, weirdest pair pairing in, my, in the world. Yes. Like I don't know how it came about. Like, there's no reason they ever talk about that I could see them why they pair together. I get why Fuji maybe does it for, but why does Jared have him? Uh, especially because I wrote that this might be Fuji's first big win ever. I also mentioned that like it's weird that Cornette wouldn't maybe be in this role. So I'm guessing Cornette wasn't at this taping, and so they just used Fuji instead. I I don't know. I'm, I'm really kind of confused by where Cornette is on this one. Um, so uh, I thought a fun match. Uh, you know, kind of except for the end, right? So the, I think there's a lot going on, but I, I thought a pretty good back and forth match really elevates double J. Like we've talked about all these King of the ring ones. They're kind of putting both guys on even keels. So, you know, Luger has been just the guy that fought for WrestleMania and double J is able to hang with him. So I, I like that. Like they're not just, uh, you know, lowering down these newer guys. So Sparky's getting some shine. Right. Uh, double J is getting some shine. So the ending comes about when Luger falls out of the ring uh, and double J goes to the top rope, but, is going to do like an axe handle on him. And for some reason, the referee won't let him happen, which again, doesn't make sense to me. And after that crush runs out of the ring and basically slams uh, Luger's head into the, the ring post Luger, like an idiot, rather than going back in the ring chases after crush. And we get double J of victory. Mass. This is a massive upset, right? I think, I think the other ones yes. they've given shine to, but they didn't win. Right. Sparky plug didn't take off five man, but like this has to be a massive upset. Uh, so we get an awesome video of just Luger and Crush fighting, and I love the way they film it. And that like Crush is walking back, they have the Titan Tron with uh, Double J's hand being raised, and you just see Luger fly at Crush. So I thought really, really, <laughs> really, really good segment here. Really building up Crush and uh, Luger. I think they should fight at King of the Ring. I don't know why King why Crush is going to be in a tag team title match. I thought it would have been way bigger to blow off this feud at King of the Ring than kind of have that worst uh, wasted title match. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and then King even mentions uh, that this is the biggest, the happiest day of Fuji's career, which again is pretty weird given that he's had Yokozuna as the champion multiple times. Exactly. Uh, I thought the crowd was really heating for this. I think it elevates Double J up huge time. So uh, I, I, I thought a great segment. I don't know if you, you why don't you give your comments on this, but I, I no, thought I'm a really just... fun match. Yeah, I'm more so happy that Jarrett's getting elevated because I think his character work has been so good and he's kind of earned it. Um, and I'm also happy to see like the Luger crush feud progress a little bit. I do wish they'd have a match at King of the Ring, like you said, because now it's like you're kind of going to be stuck with Luger without anything. So, yeah, uh, it's a little weird, you know, but 
yeah, it's it crushes good tag team, and crushes tag team with Yoko. It's not like oh, this has been like seven months. Uh, yeah, they're not established, right? Yeah, right. They're just like loosely alliance. So it's like yeah. it's and to face the head shrinkers like there's they've never there's no feud between those two at all. So that's a very cold match. Um, yeah, like they could have thrown anyone in that spot really. So yeah, it's pretty weird. Um, and then uh, at the very end of this match, uh, one, two, three, kid comes out to talk about the King of the Ring qualifying match, and he is so damn nervous. Like, yeah, this, like I'm starting to think this is not part of his character. Like, he just looks nope. so. Yep. Like, he does not. He wants to do anything but talk. Um, he's gonna face Adam Bomb next week, so like they're just talking about him being in the qualifying match, kind of hoping he moves on. But he is just like shitting the brick out there. It's, yeah. I feel bad for him. It's a little bit. Yeah, they do. They do a good job here, where they show highlights of Adam Bob destroying the like jobbers. Why King's right. talking, why kid, kids talking, and King's just laughing the whole time. So I thought that was really well done as well. Like just building up Bob as a monster. I know we haven't thought that way, but I thought they, uh, I thought they they did a good job of this segment. It's kind of random, but I like it. Right. So. Yeah, it's just right. it's just a little weird. Yeah, yeah. Again, it's weird, but they're again this kind of like you mentioned using the king in this like Bobby Heenan like segment, like really being like almost like a host of these shows, like you know. Well, he has to talk. Driving us to. Well, I think they do it too because he has to talk for Kid pretty much. Like yeah, you know, Kid can't lead that, but they also want to hype the the main event match, and you're not yep. gonna do that with the heel. So yeah, yep. I get it. Totally yep, totally agree. All right, so we got our uh, next Raw. Unless you anything else on Superstars? Nope. Good. We're good. All right, so we, next Raw, this time we're live, May 23rd, so uh, we're back live. We start with basically shots of Yokozuna uh, squashing uh, Earthquake. Really sad. Vince and Macho both kind of bury him on the way out, which I don't blame them. Uh, right. They let him go. I have the same notes. They let him go over Adam Bomb. They This is Yokozuna's maybe only second loss ever, right? So, like, Brett and, you know, but maybe Hogan, but oh, Brett. Well, you know, he's yeah. pretty much lost. He's lost to Brett and lost to um, – and uh, yeah, to, to Hogan, Quake and then and Hogan, yeah, to that's, Ho- yeah, Hogan, yeah. But I mean, yeah. like even that was like, yeah. So I mean, like, right? I can't. Well, think he lost of, the Luger really by was... count out. He lost the Luger by count out at SummerSlam. Yeah, but that, yeah. I don't know if we. Can but yeah, clean. Lo- yeah, you know, yeah. I get you. So, yeah, but I mean, yeah, definitely. You know, not many losses. Like this is a right. guy that is not. And Yoko's put him over, and then he's just out. I, I actually was why we we're on here trying to look at the Observer to see if like they even mentioned why he left and they didn't have anything. They just said the typhoon was coming back to replace him. So, so he probably, he probably jumped to WCW around this time for Hogan. Though, I would assume. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I'm guessing he had, well, a lot of these guys, their contracts are like, you know, nothing like 30 day notice. So right. he probably gave us like 30 day notice. And Vince is like, well, F you man. Yeah. Uh, so peace out. So, uh, so that, they really kind of bury him on the way out again. I, I get it from Vince's standpoint. Uh, but interesting, he'll come back in a couple of years, right? So it's like he must have, whatever happened, it must have not been too bad. Because usually Vince holds those grudges right. more. Exactly. But, and like they really didn't need him as whatever Golga, like that much, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. So uh, interesting, he comes back a couple of years, but off to WCW with Hogan, he goes. Uh, so, you know, they had mentioned that it was going to be, uh, sorry, it was going to be Earthquake versus Owen Hart for the King of the Ring. And now we got Owen Hart versus a mystery opponent. And that mystery opponent is Doink the Clown. So I'll take this match just so you don't get too annoyed with Doink. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I, again, again, when I talked about like you know each side getting a, uh, a bunch of work, it's crazy how much the offense they let Doink get in for the guy that's going to win the tournament, right? Like Doink dominates this match for a lot of times. They they actually do an elbow drop, and Macho calls him out. Is like, hey, that's my elbow drop. Elbow yeah, drop. Don't yeah, do yeah. that, which is hilarious. He probably uh, pissed is, for real backstage. Oh, he definitely. That was definitely. Yeah, I mean, but yeah. yeah, he said it live. Like he was definitely like, no, you don't do that. Yep. So, and he been. I'm sure he called him out backstage. Uh, another one of these two segment uh, angles. So, I, you know, I like that. Give them both guys credit credibility. The crowd's still into Doink. He gets a big pop when he comes out at first, uh, and then we get the end of the match, which again is kind of kind of weak for owen getting the you know where owen's gonna go but uh double j comes out and actually steals dink which is hilarious yes. picks him up and walks yes. away with him so oh do gets God. distracted do gets distracted and again cheap roll up victory from or cheap roll up one two three pin from owen to win it um and yeah i don't it's an it was an okay match doink isn't a joke yet 
Uh, and I think I, I do like the double J like uh, Doink feud that's going on. Like that was a great segment. I think, you know, I, I don't mind it that much. And Doink got a right. big pop. Like, I mean, he's not a, he's not the job, but I think it becomes when he starts fighting with Jerry, the King Lawler. I think that's where like, we'll really see a drop off, but I feel like he's yeah. getting the big pops and like, he's, he's wrestling. Okay. I wouldn't say as good as Matt Bourne, but he's doing an okay job uh, wrestling. So, I thought it was a fine enough King of the Ring. It's just weird. Again, they don't put over uh, uh, Owen more. Like again, just kind of making all these all these tournament matches very even between the two. Yeah, and I, you know, I thought the same thing. But Jarrett did save the match at least by stealing Dink, and like, like that is such like a gifable moment too. Like, yeah. If anybody can make a gif of that, like, oh my god, like, with him with the clown makeup, now him doing yep. this, like he's. He's got some good moments going for him so far, at least. So that's pretty cool. Um, and I, w- I do wish that it made Owen look a little stronger, at least, especially because not only the King of the Ring, but the feud he's going to be like progressing too with Brett. Right. So, oh like, yeah. You know, like, like I just feel like he should be looking a little stronger than that. Um, so after that match, we go to the King of the Ring report, and so I don't know if it's ever been mentioned, and maybe I just never looked at it myself, but. They mentioned that there's Raw and Superstars brackets. So, like, yep. the size of the brackets are broke down from each show. I didn't realize that. Like, that's how it progressed. But um, I don't know if that was just a random coincidence they realized. Like, I have not heard yeah. anything the same note. So, yeah. And, so, I was just almost, like, that's it, weird. It feels, it feels very, like, a brand, right? Where they would have, like, right. the Raw side of the Superstars. But it's, uh, yeah. It's, right. It's very so, weird. it's just, and then there's not, like, any difference. There's not different yeah. rosters or anything. So, it's just weird. Um, still not liking these gritty diesel promos. Like I'm just waiting for him to. Uh, and I know you probably won't get this reference, but there's a song from these like little rap group called, or from Detroit called "It's So Cold in the D." If you <laughs> if you know it's so cold in the D, if you imagine Diesel saying this right now, you'll you'll get a laugh <laughs> out of that. So it's a little inside baseball, but um, yeah. So after that, we get a. Duke Josie versus Barry Horowitz match. So he uh he's made it to the big time now. And then he uh so it's not the best squash again. And then he does a like a big elbow for the win this time instead of like the trash compactor, which you know it wasn't off the top rope or anything, so I guess it doesn't have like as much heat with Randy Savage, but it was a little weird that he's winning with like this elbow drop. I don't know if they're kind of just trying to figure out um more with him but not not the best match um and then we also get a quick irs squash afterwards and you know he's still money on the mic coming to the ring still a still an awesome character um you know with everything going on in the background still like he's not really involved in anything too crazy yet but still standing out with his mic work and everything like that yeah i uh yeah, the King of the Ring, I had a lot of notes for the King of the Ring thing because the, they mentioned the last match is going to be Tatanka versus uh, Jimmy Del Rey. So I don't think they've announced like the matches ahead of time that much. So this is the first time they're announcing the next week it's out Jimmy Del Rey. Jimmy Del Rey's photo is also terrible with the color yes. pixelation. I put, it looks like it's not a color from 1910. Like it's like not pixelated. It's like not, it was obviously not cleaned up, but pretty funny there, I, I thought. Um, and then. We, we also, I, just in the King of the Ring thing, that we had Rowdy, they mentioned this, Rowdy's going to return to the ring for one last time, which is just, again, hilarious, given that he's going to make it multiple WWF and WCW right. in the next year or two. Uh, and then, we kind of mentioned this earlier, but Yoko and Crush are going to fight the Head Shrinkers in a tag team match. I think the only thing I didn't like was the IRS match. I thought he was really slow in this, uh, in the squash. Like, he did a long headlock, the abdominal stretch. Like, I, I thought it was his mic work because he's talking down to talk was pretty good, but I thought for being a live show, like he kind of killed it a little bit with his match. Like I thought he, he was a little rough on the squash. That was just something I noticed. And I think that's a lot of times where people hate IRS is like kind of these bland yeah. squash matches where he just kind of does the same moves and just like, that's not really the purpose of the squash match. And we don't need a headlock there. Like, you, you know, like, I mean, like in a three minute match. So uh, we get, uh, we get highlights of, Luger, uh, we also got highlights of Luger losing the double J from superstars. And then we get Nikolai Volkov uh, in a match. And he, he's just so gross looking like, no, yes. I'm not trying to fat shame or anything, but he just yeah. like, he, he's got his <laughs> tights way pulled up and he's yes. like, 
it, they keep talking about how his barrel chest is so strong, and it's like you don't look strong. I don't, I, I don't. I mean, probably is, but it's just like the way his like chest comes out. It just does not look chat. Like does not look strong. Well, uh, the, the next thing they're gonna do is they're gonna start calling him husky. You know? Like yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. As as a child that wore husky clothes, <laughs> that's not a compliment. I'll tell you that right yeah. now. You know? Yeah, but he's got his uh, he's got his property of million dollar man tights on as well. So he he just looks terrible. He's one of the worst wrestlers. He's tried doing like this like uh, like pro like amateur wrestling yes. shoot on there, and it looks just terrible. He's so slow. Like it's just I don't I don't get it. And million dollar man still out there with him. Uh. No, our Millionaire Man sits a commentary and kind of talks about The Undertaker, but also talks about how proud he is to have Nikolai in his, you know, in his troop or whatever. It's well, so did you notice who the jobber was, too? Uh, I, I, I didn't notice it because I saw that before, but uh, why don't you do it? It's uh, Matt It's Matt Hardy. Yeah. So this is, a te- I think this is technically version one of Matt v- Hardy. Or point, uh, point five or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I saw that in History WWE, and I, like, went back to rewatch him. Like, I didn't really recognize him as much. A little uh, flat top that he had. Little flat then. top, yeah, exactly. It just doesn't look the same. I, I noticed a lot more, you know, when they're the the, the guards, the king of the ring, and they start doing some tag matches early uh, on. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I feel like I I recognize them then, but like this, I just it was like that does kind of look like him. But right. if I didn't know that, if I didn't cheat, I would have never known it. So yeah. I think I'll stay on a raw, just kind of a flat. No, no well, there was a, there's just, there's one thing left here. Um, oh. there is a king's court with Lex Luger on. Oh, as well, yeah, so. yeah, yes, yeah. So so Lawler brings out Lex Luger. Um, and Lawler just kind of like shits on him for like his yep. streak of bad luck lately, which is pretty cool. Um, Luger w- is, you know, is cool in his own right where he kind of like warns him to watch his words. Like, I think Luger is really good in that, yep. like not just taking it like a bitch or anything like that. Like, yep. And then he calls out Crush and yep. Crush actually comes out with a sling on, um, which was cool. So he's trying to like avoid Luger, play the coward. And yep. what's what's cool is when they're both standing like face to face, Crush is like is bigger than luger like he's he's definitely taller like he's not as muscular but he's as thick as luger so yeah yeah um pretty good sight between these two and then luger finally just knocks him out of the ring to kind of finish the segment so just wanted to throw that king's court in there yeah no thank you i I had that in my notes i just like skipped over it when you said duke grossy and i just yeah whatever reason to get back to it so thank you for bringing that up because yeah it was a a really good segment and then at the end they showed the highlight of like crush getting knocked out which i thought was really right done as well so yep. I, I thought it was a really strong king's court he kind of mentioned like king was egging on luger a lot like just kind of like really yes, putting yes. him down so again he's doing that like i don't know he didn't roll like he's just kind of like the overseas he's like the, almost like driving like the feuds right now. right he's yeah it's probably not technically heating because he's not a manager but he's just like the yeah. like you said like the host like he's like yeah. the i don't know what i don't know what to compare him to but he just you know he's involved in everything you yeah. know, of the whole company, so. Right. Yeah, it's like he did that he's involved in everything, but I can't think of who he, like, compares to, but he's doing a great job on it. Right. And he's just good with crowds, right? He's good getting heat on people and yep. egging them on, so. All right. Uh, great, great little raw there, I, I thought, except for the Nikolai segment, yeah. <laughs> as always. Yeah. Uh, we Actually, that's the both raws. <laughs> Nikolai segment sucked. Exactly. Both of them. We got the Superstars, 528. So this is taped. Uh, 427 so this is even before the raw so it's the last tape last one of this taping uh they have king back again king backstage with harvey to start it off harvey looks terrible here like he i don't know if he he's like trying to look bad but he definitely yeah. like his hair and just like his weasley glasses like i know those are like common early 90s glasses but he just looks terrible uh and so king's just i get out about that you know this is the big chance for bomb to make it to the king of the ring so kind of just bring it up that and then we get Diesel out first. Uh, this they just started adding the video of him like walking out with the Diesel truck. That's kind of synonymous with him. Uh, but his music is terrible. Like it's just not very menacing yes. or anything like that. Um, I, I do like his later face music, but I, I don't think that's even that great. But I his heel music is just bad. It, it's not menacing or scary, and it's kind of more annoying after a while. So, uh, and well, yeah, it, it, and he talks about it on his podcast that he when he came in as Diesel. He told them, like, you know, I'm Diesel, like Shaq Diesel, like Cock Diesel, like Jack. Like, that's what it was supposed to be. And then okay. they took it as Diesel, the truck. And then they turned, like, his music into just the truck noises before it became, like, the, the Roseanne theme blues music that it became, <laughs> yeah. you know. Which is, I, I actually, I actually like the Roseanne bluesy theme, <laughs> yeah. but it's not, it's, it's not like, it's not 
you know, it's like a good song, but it's like not a. It's not right. like oh, you get pumped up for it. So, uh, it's but like watch Roseanne and tell song. me you won't think of the diesel oh, thing I, next time. You watch I, I mean, I never thought about that, but it's exactly that. It's exactly yeah. It's a great call. Out. <laughs> and uh, D- Diesel here took out uh, PJ Walker. He took him out. So pretty cool job. Like we're starting to see this a lot. These jobbers like to become become something uh, in and out. Right. So, and then we get. Uh, I love this ending too. He puts his foot on the foot on the um, on top of him. And they also mentioned that Shawn Michaels has been missing. So I didn't even think yep. about it, but like there was a good call out that, hey, Shawn's been out. So I'm guessing he took a month off vacation or whatever, but um, decent start to, to Raw, but, or sorry, to Superstars. And they really bring up, you know, that Diesel's coming after Bret Hart. So if you're going to put start off a guy, it's a guy like this with, you know, that's coming for the championship. So a good start to Superstars. Yeah. And he's looking more impactful in the ring, too. Like I think he's just yep. gaining overall more confidence. And like it's probably because. Sean's not there. Like he has no choice but to kind of take yep. it and run with it a little bit, I guess. So, pretty good stuff there. Um, and then now we get uh, the smoking guns versus a couple jobbers, and I feel like we haven't seen them in quite a while. Like I don't know if that really is the case, but um, I, I just feel like yeah, we up. haven't we haven't seen them like a couple months, right? Maybe yeah. So, kind of good to see them back. Uh, you know, we need we need fresh tag teams, especially on the on the <coughs> sorry. Especially on the face side, but I don't I don't know with head shrinkers turning, maybe not. Maybe we need more heels, but um, we good just, stuff. We from need there. better. Simples. We need better tag team. I think we need better tag team. Like, well, that, yeah, that's fair. I, I think yeah. Um, so good quick squash from them. Um, then we get like not really our main event, but uh, I guess in the middle of the show here, main event, we get uh, Adam Bomb versus One Two Three Kid, and this is cool. Um, you know, like cat and mouse match or whatever. Um, and I, I have in my notes here, like both guys are pretty athletic, so it kind of makes for a good little matchup. And like, there's a spot in this match where I don't know that like we've really seen this in the WWF yet, where like kid dives to the outside yep. and bomb catches him. And I, I was like, that's like, like that's just so innovative for its time. I think like you know everybody thinks of it as such a simple spot, but there's, yeah. you got to think like there's probably nobody um, doing that before then because. It was all bigger guys. No one's diving on top of them, or whatever. So, uh, the crowd gets really behind Kid in this match. Like, you know, like I, I, as bad as he is on the mic and everything, the crowd is just really into him as the underdog. So it's pretty cool. Um, and then the finish comes when uh, Harvey distracts the ref, and Quang comes down to help Adam Bomb, but it backfires as he uh, spits the mist into Adam Bomb's face, and Kid gets the upset. And this was so weird that. Um, like we're in the middle of the taping and he gets like pyro as he wins. So like yep. that was just so weird, but cool win for him. Glad to see kid advance. And uh, I guess we got trouble with Adam, Bob and Quang now. So. Yeah. So yeah, I thought uh, a really fun match. I had the same thing. And they used the double feature for that one too. Uh, you know, reshow the highlights and Bob almost drops him. Like, but that's okay. Like it doesn't have to be so clean. Because it's just right. a crazy segment, but like I think it makes it look better. But yeah, it was an amazing catch to catch him like that. Like that's got to be a tough thing to do, especially if you haven't been doing it much. Like uh, maybe the guys are doing it around the circuit, but yeah, it was a pretty cr- crazy move. Uh, and then they, uh, yeah, I had the same note about the, the 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 kid getting the fireworks as well. It, the, it doesn't even make sense why Quang comes down. Like Harvey gets up there. Like it's such a like. You know, like why? Why would even set that that up? Like, yeah, it's they contrived. Were, they, they it's both, too contrived. Yeah, they, they were both doing like it wasn't like Bob was getting destroyed, and then like Harvey's like, shoot, I gotta do something. It was like it was a pretty exactly. even matchup. So, yeah, really weird. So, who, who knows? That we got the big feud of Adam Bomb Quang that everyone's been asking for uh, coming out of this. Right, but right. The, the only thing I had uh, mentioned was that we we got like more, a better Hall of Fame like uh, uh, you know highlight package type thing, and they're kind of. Now it's the tickets are still available and like this is going to be a big deal. So I think they're pumping that up a little bit better than they originally did. And they also showed uh, like men on a mission and like a develop child development awards. Uh, and then they kind of shit, they kind of crap on Quincy Jones for not showing up to this thing. Like he was the award winner that basically like shit on him, which is pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, and then it was kind of funny that men on the mission were there of like, all right, let's get the guys from the hood into this, uh, oh, development yeah, yeah. things. Yeah. Like I said, Mabel must dance. It's all part of yep. the, uh, Vince yeah. McMinstrel show that he has going yeah. on. So, you know, yeah, so yeah, that was kind of, I thought it was kind of funny that segment. I was like, all right, this is, this is, it's clearly one that like, all right, Vince is going to trial. Let's make it look like we're great people. So, right. Exactly. Uh, 
we get uh, Yokozuna, then a standard squash guy. We haven't seen it in squashes for a while. Uh, you know, we, we kind of get that, uh, get that squash. Uh, we get long King of the ring update from Todd. I thought kind of, because everything's kind of set now. So they talk about how there's only one spot left. Tonka and Jimmy Del Rey. We got Brett yep. and diesel back and forth. We get more crappy rowdy. Again, this is one where he has multiple cuts as well. And this, he also mentions this is going to be his last fights. Uh, and then we get, uh, a IRS squash kind of weird. We get back to back IRS squashes in two matches in a row, but uh, he talks again, walking down the ring, talking about how he, how Tatanka hasn't been paying his fair share. Uh, I think else you want to add on those or, and I'll let you do nope, the, next I think we're, take the, the, yeah, the, the weird part about the Piper promo with his dog. It's like, yep. you know, like, like, do we need fucking Marmaduke out there with your promo too? Like, come on, dude. Yep. Like, you're just not, you're already not like into it. You're just going to like, you know, shoot the promo from your house now, but yeah, uh, yeah. So we we get a couple more taker sightings, um, with, followed by uh, DiBiase in a funeral home this time, saying that Taker will be his again soon. Uh, I didn't have the exact Taker sighting written down. Was it something memorable on oh, this one? He was a he was a, a truck driver, uh, and then he was on. So the truck driver's like unloading his truck or whatever, like at the repair shop, and just said. Again, they standing in a car and then disappears. So right, really, right, yeah, really you're right. Bizarre. Yeah, the truck. Yeah, so this is just crazy. With I, I have to imagine they had Leslie Nielsen already in the bag for this and yep. working backwards. It's like to do all of these clues. Yep. Like I just have to imagine that had to happen. So yep. yeah, very crazy because it's not like so they do the whole Undertaker death thing at Rumble. Uh, he rises turns into marty Janetti and like yep. you know has sex with his own daughter or whatever i guess but uh yeah so hopefully hopefully undertaker didn't turn into marty Janetti for real but yeah uh now everybody's like has this like you know epiphany where they're seeing them jumping on top of cars all this stuff yep. but it's like what is going on here like are we supposed to believe that he's a ghost yeah and... I, or it's magic <laughs> right it's like <laughs> I, you know, like everybody shits on the dungeon of doom, and rightfully so. This is just <laughs> as out there. Like this is just as crazy. Um, and like I don't think this gets talked about enough. As far no. like the match does, the Undertaker versus Undertaker match yep. gets talked about, but this like leading up is so crazy. I, I actually enjoy it. I think it's like funny and entertaining like even if it's shit or whatever like yeah wrestle crap or whatever i kind of like find it funny but i've been loving these so, and, right and, right and I, I think it's uh, i wonder on the skits too like if that'll lead with you that was a great play with leslie nielsen i wonder if it like will lead to something with leslie nielsen with these because i think to. that's it has to yeah because they're they're just they're definitely his campy type yes. stupidness to it like maybe he wrote them or produced them or something but they're definitely that type of feel well yeah see I, i'll be disappointed if leslie nielsen's only at SummerSlam because i yeah. honestly don't remember but this yeah all it feels like they knew they had him booked and they're working backwards with like this kind of thing leading to it i guess i don't know I don't, but it's just yeah it is good campy stuff like it's just funny i guess and you know phil's time on the show so i'm not yeah. gonna complain about it um so like I said, DiBiase says Taker will be his again soon. Um, then we get the Heavenly Bodies back as well. So yep. Smoking Guns and the Bodies back, which was good to see uh, versus a couple jobbers here. Um, they got the wings on, which is kind of cartoony here with them. So stupid but, wings. But the wings with the Jimmy Shimmy is always <laughs> perfection. Like that just added a touch to it. So like. You know, like if you go to the strip club and the girl's got a little extra on yep. or something, like Jimmy's giving you a little extra, a little bit more bang for your buck, uh, to steal a phrase from the young bucks. But yes. yeah, they're a pretty solid little squash. I always like their squash matches. They do a cool uh, powerbomb clothesline combo for the win. So good, good to see them back. And, you know, I always like the Heavenly Body. So good to see them. Hopefully they could, hope see that they were a team that could have fought the Head Shrinkers or King of the Ring. Oh, definitely. Yeah. If if you're gonna do a cold match anyways, and you yeah. have you know Jim Cornette hyping it up, like yeah. they could have done it, but yep, yeah. So so good little squash, and then to end the show, we get some uh, Quang and Adam Bomb tension as this feud is gonna start, and it's a uh, it's box office, you know. So yep, yep, good stuff. Everyone says '94 is the biggest year in wrestling because of right, <laughs> right. We got uh, sorry, I, I can't remember if you said this. I apologize. We also got Ted. 
Ted DiBiase at the funeral at a yeah, funeral parlor. Yep. yep. So yeah, he's bringing back Taker again. So they they've really hyped up that the last couple of weeks. And then uh, when Jiggle doing his dance, <laughs> Vince says Jiggle is one of the most disgusting persons he's yeah. ever seen. Which is like, yes. all right, Jiggle is not the most beautiful man in the world, right? And his shake is ridiculous. But he, I mean, that's a little bit much. They like, have Bastion Booger on their TV, for right? Months. Yeah, I, yeah, like a man thong. Like you know what right. I mean? Like there's been way worse disgusting guys in wrestling. But it right. was like so mean, but. Uh, yeah, that believe I didn't even think about that, but yeah, way bigger that I, I would have ha- rather have them fight the head shrinkers, uh, and then have crush, uh, Luger fight in that match. Like, exactly. it'll be interesting where crush, I, 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 I'm interested where crush and Luger go, like where that, where that feud kind of builds up to anything, or if it dies out or if they have a, a cage match or something like that, like, it'd be interesting to see kind of going forward. Um, and I get it a little bit. Cause like, I, I, I wonder what they were going to do. Like, would it have been perfect Luger at King of the Ring? Like, what was going to happen? So, I get perfect kind of screwed them with, like, a big, big-time house show match. But um, it, it's I wonder what would have happened on all of it. So, we'll, we'll see where they go. But uh, kind of, again, bland tag team division. We're not in the 96 doldrums of tag teams. But right. we're, in a, we're in a rough spot right now. Right. Anything else on these? No, I, I think uh, we're good. I thought all pretty good episodes. You know, some some Nikolai crap and stuff in there, but all, all pretty solid. And like I said, some really good King of the Ring qualifying matches. Nothing, you know, four or five stars, but all back and forth matches. I thought had a lot of good stuff to them. So um, don't have anything else to add before we go to our awards. I think I'm good, man. All right, man, let's go. Uh, most new Jet outfit. I think you already... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sparky, Sparky plug. Yeah. Like, yep. I, got, I, we, I know we don't like sharing awards, but there's no other than that right. neon greenish. It's like teal neon. It's amazing. Exactly. Uh, most new gen performer here. Uh, I don't. I, I okay. So I was gonna go with him on something else, and I, I changed it. I'm gonna go with Lawler just because I think he just carried the ship, like you know, from top to bottom. Here, I'm gonna I'm I'm give this one to Lawler. Uh. I'm going to go with just the campiness of all the Undertaker skits. Like, that is very new gen of, like, okay, these things. Yes. Like, you know, it's just, it's a known thing. Uh, I'm just going to kind of go for that. It's definitely, definitely a, when people think of the new gen, it's like, you know, the Taker versus Taker thing right. is definitely on there. These skits belong up there as well. So, uh, worst match or segments? Well, the worst segment is that Nikolai Volkov uh, pulling up his, you know, adult diapers, yeah, you know, on, on on TV. Definitely, yeah, I'm gonna go as go match then. If you go as oh, yeah. right, match. right, <laughs> it was both. I was gonna give it to the IRS the first squash because that's pretty boring, but Nikolai yeah. deserves deserves to be shit on. So, uh, best match or segment? I think there's a couple of good ones. Not, again, nothing A plus, but there was some good stuff. Yeah, I, I I was gonna give it to to the Yoko earthquake match, but. You know, with the fallout from that, it just leaves a sour taste in my mouth. So, I think I'm going to go with uh, Adam Bomb versus One Two Three Kid being a, you know, a big win for Kid and kind of yep. putting him in the tournament is a big deal. So I'm going go with that. I'm going go Luger Crush both segments, the King's Court and the That's Luke, good call and, and the post match of the of the match. I thought that was very well done. Uh, anyone stock up? So that's where I was going to go Lawler at first, but I decided to give it to the Undertaker segments and uh, stock hey. up because I do yeah. – I just love seeing every every bit of it. Like it's just so – like I, I wonder where they get these people from that they're doing this too. And it's just – it's always like some city tough guy, you know, working at, you know, a mechanic or whatever. <laughs> it's just – it's funny shit, so I, I like seeing it. Yep, I agree. That's a, that's a good good there. Uh, I was gonna go with sorry, clicked off. I'm actually gonna go with Doink, just because I thought he held with Owen. I, I know it's a little bit cheap that Owen's like bowing down to Doink, but I thought he got a huge pop. I thought he played pretty well. And I think the feud with uh, Jarrett's been fun, so I'm gonna go to him just because we've been so low on Doink. I don't think he's yeah, that's, at the, a, that's a good call. He, he's at the shits yet. Uh, right. He went stock down. Earthquake, Earthquake oh, got this yep. big moment and squandered it and. Like made it to where it's just you know like like they put all this effort into it and now all of a sudden he's gone yeah. so yeah it just left a bad taste in my mouth. No, I I, I know we don't like sharing awards, but I think that one's got to be. It I mean, has we, to be. We've been we've been talking about Piper for a couple of weeks, he's right? Been winning it, right. run away, but I think Earthquake even bigger, especially just beating Yoko. I, I you exactly. know like who cares about the Anabab, but like that's a big moment for them to kind of you know not want say squash Yoko. Well, but they like, invested just, time invested into time. it. Yeah, 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 and, and to then just nothing happens for it so right yep so all right i agree with that 
rough, rough week there for Yo- for uh, Earthquake. But oh uh, yeah, fun, fun two shows. These King of the Ring qualifying matches has been fun. They've given some new feuds out of it. You know, we, I know we're mocking Quang and uh, uh, <laughs> right. and a bomb, but know. you know that's a fun, you know, fun could be a fun little squash or match or something like that. And then we got you know Crush and Luger really going at it. We kind of got Kid elevated. You know, Owens elevated a little bit. So I, I think fun stuff out of there. Uh, Double J as well, right? Elevated up. So I, I think a fun. Fun, fun two weeks with the King of the Moon qualifying matches and some other segments going on. And like you said, while they're really holding it together and really driving a lot of this stuff. Yeah, I agree. All right, so we'll be back in two weeks. I think we got two more weeks of qual- or we got one more qualifying match and two more weeks of shows, and then we'll be at the King of the Ring. So it's been a fun lead up. We'll see if we get any more bad Piper skits or anything, and then uh, ready for our Donovan in, in like four weeks. So oh, I'm so every- pumped for the yeah, King of the Ring. You I can't no wait. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna probably watch it like ten times. Yeah, <laughs> just uh, just for him, but. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for listening, rating, review, and we'll talk to everyone in two weeks. Thanks again. Yes, sir.